All right, for our scripture reading. Join me in prayer. Gracious God, help us to listen for your word. By your spirit, tell us what we need to hear and show us what we ought to do to faithfully serve Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. And now the scripture. I don't forget that. 1 Corinthians 15 12 to 22. But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there's no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God. For we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But he did not raise him if, in fact, the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. Well, today we begin uh, again in our sermon series. We follow up on last week's sermon that looked at the first 11 verses of the 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians. What we saw there was the Apostle Paul laying out the content of the gospel, anchoring to the central message of Jesus' death, his burial, and his rising from the dead. And he paid particular attention to the appearances and mentions those who witnessed those bodily appearances. We mentioned the importance of tense in this chapter, past, present, and future. The Corinthians have already embraced the gospel and are encouraged by Paul presently to stand strong upon it. And today, in our text, the conversation shifts to the future. What does the future look like for those who currently believe that Christ has risen from the dead? Well, to start out as an illustration that moves us into our text today, uh, you know, we all appreciate a useful tool utensil or gadget, don't we? You know, one of those innovations that makes life easier. 
I think that the true tale of the usefulness of those innovations is how often they are used. So, um, we're going to have you gather in groups and discuss this topic. Useless utensils, tools, gadgets, and innovations. What is useless to you? Well, uh, at home uh, recently, uh, I looked in our kitchen for something that I thought was rather useless, and then I asked my wife Crystal to do the same. So the two things that I have for you that the kids are going to ask you about, first is this. It is a plastic bottle with a cap on it that, that doesn't have a body. <laughs> it doesn't have a bottle. It's only the top. This is actually a can topper. You can actually attach it to the top of an aluminum can of like Coca-Cola. And, and then there it is. You can, have, you can cover it up and it doesn't just spill all over the place. And when I originally discovered these, I bought them. <laughs> because isn't that great? And in the last 12 years, I think I've used it once. And that was like in the, the first use. And so that shows just how useless they have come to be for me, even though I actually thought it was rather clever. Now, I asked Crystal if there was something that she has, and this is something that many of you probably do have, which is an egg separator. Now, this one has this little indentation here that goes on the side of the pot or the pan or the bowl, and all you do is just crack the egg, put it in, and magically it gets separated. So much better than doing it the old-fashioned way with, with the, the shell of the egg, right? I mean, how many of you uh, still, even though you know there's an egg separator and that you have one, most of the time just do it the manual way? There you go. So this one, again, again, hey, all credit to the inventor uh, of this, but... Uh, it has been proven less than useful, uh, maybe not quite totally useless, in relation to that original kind of old-fashioned, crack the egg, do the back and forth thing, and, and that does it. Now, I'd like you to turn to a, a, your neighbor in groups of like three to five, and put your minds together and come up with some ideas of useless items. Go. <clears throat>
All right. Oh, this is a spirited conversation. Uh, to those of you who are watching on YouTube, there is a, a volume that is happening here in the sanctuary. A lot of people have a lot to say. You have probably thought of some really good ideas. You've talked amongst yourselves, you're, you're with someone. And I wonder if there's anyone who's willing to just shout out a few. Uh, shout out a few of these useless items that you've been talking about. Egg slicer. Egg slicer. Okay, others. What's that? Banana slicer. Banana slicer. Okay, yeah, I get credit for that one. Hot dog toaster, yes. Retractable pickle fork. <laughs> Garlic press. Yeah, I can tell some people are kind of saying, hey, wait a minute, I use a garlic press. That's right, egg slicer. We use our egg slicer more for olives than we do for eggs. Um, what was that? Well, there you go. There's the practical person speaking. Thank you, thank you. What was that? Chopsticks, right. Yeah, especially when you have a fork available, right? And speaking of forks, did anyone mention the spork? Yeah, it's supposed to be the best of the fork and the spoon. <laughs> um, it's really, it's really a, just a rough-edged spoon, isn't it, when you think about it? Um, you know, one thing that for me uh, is like this, in, in our whole domestic life, every, every innovation related to a toaster we have done but we always end up going back to the tried and true. You know, we've had the, the ones that mechanically go down and get toasted and then they come up. That one broke after a couple of years. You've got all manner of it, but then we go back to, okay, where's the $10 toaster? We need that one. Press it down, pops up, toast. Okay. Now, uh, some of you might be aware, uh, I was just made aware of this, that there's a... a a, a traveling exhibit uh, that actually has traveled many places in the world, uh, different venues, called the Museum of Failure. And it, it's really a curated museum of like inventions and innovations that have not stood the test of time. Many of them had a brief flash in the pan and then they were, in a sense, uh, forgotten uh, by history. Uh, but it, it, they, they do this, uh, this demonstration to remind us that the cost of innovation is the willingness to fail. Uh, and so, so it's not, this is, 